Welcome back to another episode of Into the Combine. I'm your host, Stan the Man. I'm Jason. And I'm Shoddy. We got a jam-packed episode today. We got a lot of shit going on today. Yeah. Don't we yeah. always have a lot of shit going on, though, dude? I mean... Yeah, well... <laughs> this one, this we one do what seems, we can yeah. for the listeners. Yeah. That's true. I guess we do. We, we do. never want to sell them short. We always want to overload them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what we do. But, yeah. We got to break it down first, so... All right. Right, so that track was the band called Vein, like the vein, like a vein in your arm or whatever. The song was Demise Automation, and it's off of the album that just came out a week or two ago called Error, Error Zone. What'd you guys think? Code orangish. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what everybody's industrial, industrial hardcore. It's not cool though. Yeah, yeah, I like, I liked it. I didn't. I mean, I actually wasn't thinking anything when I was listening to it, other than just I was bobbing the head, enjoying it. Yeah. It's good. But, I mean, man. I definitely can see that now, though, or hear that now. I guess they're touring with Code Orange right now too. So it, yeah, it's okay, Makes definitely sense. in the same wheelhouse. It's a little different. It's more straightforward. They don't do as many different things as Code Orange throws in there, but oh, more hardcore. Yeah, but they, yeah, they, they, they do the they throw in the like industrial parts here and there, and it's a fast listen. It's a good full front to back album. Kurt Ballou production. Hey, actually, I don't know. I didn't look up anything about Hooper. I only listened. I listened to it one time. It was in the gym. It's just pretty much perfect for it, and uh, it would just seem like a good full album. It was like the tracks would kind of flow into one another. It was enough kind of spastic stuff going on to where it, it kept keeps you listening. And I didn't mind the electronic stuff. I thought it, it was pretty cool. So yeah, I, I wasn't. I would definitely like to listen. How long is the whole album? It's Did not you that said long. it's a short listen. Yeah, it's not too long. Okay. It's cool, man. It's, like I said, there, I mean, there's a few spots where there's some cleans in there, but it's not much, and they do it well. So it's, it's a good band oh, to watch out that. for. <laughs> no cleans. Oh, there's cleans? <laughs> yeah, I was going to put a clip of the cleans, and I was like, no, I don't want to hear shit from Stan. But I guess, how, how do the cleans compare to, like, Code Orange's cleans? Way different. Uh, in what way, bro? Um, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Some, some of them work better than others. None of them are, like, whiny, though, or anything like that. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm picky about the cleans, too, you know, so... I don't. Yeah, there's only they're only sprinkled. Though is a little bit, I would say, broader than maybe mine and Daniel's. So maybe, hmm. yes, not maybe, definitely. <laughs> I don't know some of the shit you guys are brought in. I don't know, dude. <laughs> there's a difference though between me and Stan. I don't All right, know. different episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, All we right. We really need to do it. A clean singing metal episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stan, you want to see if we can find the new host? What did he just say? <laughs> Not for all of a it, clean dude. I'm just singing trying... episode. I'm gonna no have a clean. feeling today's. 
I'm actually gonna have a feeling today's episodes are probably the closest we're gonna get. That's a good yeah, point. I, can, I agree. I was just saying. Why don't you break it down? I forgot we even didn't even say what we're doing. Yeah, yet. just got we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Well, we got you know, like I said, jam packed. We're gonna show you guys what we're listening to. Uh, we got a couple albums we all been listening to, uh, sharing the that we've been liking lately. And then our buddy August Furman, I believe what this is, what probably his fourth time on now, something Maybe. like that. At yeah, he's been on a while, but or a couple times, but yeah, he's coming back with us, and he's got some more uh, Doom selections for us, Doom Sludge. Yep, yep, he's Try always not. our our Doom guy. He sends us some good and stuff. I like it. So. I like it this time because last time I would be honest with you guys, I was like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna let him try. You know, I'm not even giving a <laughs> shit. Like this time, I actually came in with open mind. So okay, you okay, know, I'm I'm pretty pumped about this one. We'll see what happens. And then uh, you you got an opportunity to interview the new chemist or who is it the guitarist? Yeah, yeah, it's the guitarist slash vocalist Phil. Oh, vocalist too. Okay. Yeah, Phil Pendergast, I think is how you say it. So he was really cool. But yeah, check that out at the end of the episode. All right. What are you so guys listening to? Yeah, let's get this one out of the way first, because I just really want to hear what you guys think of this. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to this band before, but they are called Zeal and Ardor. Familiar? No. No. Okay, I didn't know if like Liquid Metal played them or anything, because they're a little buzzy, I guess, in a way. So you, don't, okay. you, you guys don't know anything about them then? Never heard of them. No, I okay. no longer have a subscription to that shithole. Oh, okay, so. okay. Yeah. Well, so basically in 2016... This it's ba- it was basically just one dude, and he, I guess he had some request on 4chan. I guess he what he would do is like m- take two different styles of genres of music and would just combine them all the time, like for fun. And I think he had just put on like one of the forums, like what should I what should I combine? And someone said some like I guess he said some I think it was like a racist comment, but he said something about like African American slave music or something like that, and mix it with black metal. And oh, okay, I'm liking where you're going. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Real, yeah. I'm real interested. <laughs> and he and he is either I don't. He's half black, or he, I know he's something like that. So, and he just did it. Like he just went ahead and was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna actually try this." And then he does it, and it, and he put, and, and he ended up liking it, and made a made a full album that he put out. Um, that one was called "Devil Is Fine," and I remember checking it out then and being like, "This is this is a really cool idea," but I. And there was some good stuff on it, but I wasn't like totally sold on it. And uh, so, honestly, I wasn't even looking forward to this new album. But something made me click on it, and um, I can't—I don't know—I can't get enough of it. But I want to let you guys listen to it. But just don't expect it to be—it's more—it's less black metal than it is the other stuff. But they, okay. he integrates both of them, I think, in a really good way. So let's just check it out because you're not going to get it until you hear it. So. All right, is it clip one? Shut the fuck up. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's clip one. Clip one? Yeah. Don't you dare look away, boy. Don't you dare look away
people of the other side, I would say that they would make ideal human sacrifices. Okay, so go ahead, Stan. I enjoyed it. I thought it was going to be more tribal. Tribal, yeah, tribal. Yeah, that's word. what I was thinking too. Okay, I was like right out of Africa kind of stuff. This was oh, more okay. Okay, this what, was yeah, like Southern mm-hmm. slave, exactly plantation yeah, yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're going with here. Okay, but so, the guy can fucking sing. That's the thing he, about it. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he hits some stuff like throughout the album. I mean, some songs, to be honest, they don't have any of the shrieks in it, you know. The, but they will usually at least make some type of a black metal vibe in there, or a riff, or like something in the atmospheres of it. So it's it's weird, you know. It's this, you could tell this guy's got a lot of talent. He's got mm-hmm. a good uh, ear for our uh, songwriting, and you can make those transitions work really well. Exactly, and that's the, the thing on the first album. He didn't do as well. It was kind of like you just took them and mixed them. Oh, okay. And this one, it's that's it. The transitions are like spot on, you know. And the black metal parts are tight too. Because it's, it's like I black really metal. enjoyed the black metal parts a lot. It mm-hmm. was more of the, I don't know. I guess I would just like to hear more of it because, like, as a whole, I would like it. But I kind of just wish that there was more of the black metal and not some of the. There's a lot of chanting in the clip that you showed us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there more? I guess just more singing or is it more chanting yeah. with the black metal yeah like, I, mean, I guess that's just what i found i found it to be a little repetitive okay but i guess i was expecting something completely different when yeah. it first clicked and then i turned off my expectations and then started to appreciate it so i guess i just want to hear it in its entirety because yeah i really was digging the black metal part mm-hmm. especially with his his vocals with I mean, dude, it was just the, the, the transitions that he was doing there with the melody right. during the black metal part just sounded awesome. That's what's awesome. so interesting about it, listening to it. There's a few songs mm-hmm. in there you're like, how is he ever going to even slip into anything remotely black metal? And then he'll do it, and it's like, and then it's man, just, y- yep, fucking Yep, it was like cool. a smack in the face, but you're exactly right. I was like, that's fucking awesome. I mean, it's so, just cool, man, to hear something fresh like that. Like, such an yeah. interesting mm-hmm. idea. You know what I mean? The only one doing it. Yeah, and I think black metal is the best way to do it. I think black metal, you can really just dude. combine it with anything. Dude, yeah. I was just gonna say that. Like, it's yep. crazy. Like, yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you like just snacks. can't really do it with, you know, death metal per se, but black metal, you can combine it with whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's really cool. So, like I said, anybody out there that wants to check it out, just don't go into it thinking, you know, you're gonna get your head ripped off by some black metal because it's very much a count. You gotta go into it just looking for a good musical album, you know, overall. But black metal mm-hmm. parts are good, though, for sure. But, anyways, cool. all right. And cool then, pick. um, Stan, I know because you stole mine anyway, so let's talk about yours. Okay, well, I guess it's... Uh... I've been holding on to this album, thinking I'm going to bring it in. You fucking <laughs> what one? stole it stole it from me. I read it on my arms. Hold yeah, on, hold dude. on. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. So I guess it's time for... Stan's Weekly Dose of Dragon
That's so good, you <laughs> son of a bitch. How long did that take you to do? Oh, uh, like, like yesterday morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. It took us 10 years to write one album, and you write that in Dude. 15 minutes. I think I actually wrote the riff at work on Guitar Pro the other day. You I had the idea of it. And... Okay, well, son of a bitch. This might have to turn into a full song, but fuck, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I like this okay. segment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, here's I like the, where your head's at. The first official uh, dose of um, my weekly death metal. Uh, Dirty death You guys metal. know what it is. It's been the big, the biggest death metal album to come out lately yes, doom old manner uh-huh. of uh infinite forms you know i always think it'd be so hard to come up with a band name nowadays because everyone thinks been taken but then you get some yeah. geniuses that come up with tomb mold i know it's great <laughs> when i first so heard of them good. i was like how old are they because <laughs> i thought like i just assumed that this had been taken already like dude that how would i have i not heard of them before but they're like no they're new bro and i was like oh shit like so good yeah you're right dude there there's always a name there's always a riff <laughs> all right i want to hear what song you went with yeah oh god uh i plucked i picked uh ending a blood mirror okay okay uh d- well i guess the reason i picked this one you know, like shoddy the riffs you said just said riffs the riffs in this fucking cd are just fucking non-stop just killer riffs but they mm-hmm. like they mix so many different types of riffs like to me this is like if like let's say incantation bolt mm-hmm. thrower and like entombed and there are a lot a lot more like maybe like Gorguts here and there you know finish stuff finish like the convulse like yeah uh, yeah yeah dude it's like, just if like they a all modern had a big, death metal band if they just had a big orgy and then somehow produced a baby <laughs> this is what, what it would be yeah but it's got yeah. like its own like identity though at the same time i think that's the key but, yeah yeah that's the key to but, it I plucked Bud Mirror. I just the ending of it because I just really you you hear the incantation and the entombed like transition mm-hmm. like that you know the groove and the but I mean it's heavy incantation. They're one of my favorite death metal bands, so of course I was gonna love this one. I wanna really want to have you stop talking so I can hit, fucking listen. Okay, just listen. <laughs> <laughs>
kind of hard to pick a clip though, because I mean, this is one of the CDs you got to listen to start to finish. There's yeah. no in between on this. You know, it's funny you picked that one because I was I had been planning on playing the first track, "Manner of Infinite." That's Forms. a good one too. Dude, I just can't get over the riff in the beginning. It's bolt thrower all the way. It's bolt throw. That's true. That is definitely true. But there's something about it. That's that, what they they. Do I know that, what you're though. saying. I know what you're saying. But there's yeah, there's something about it where it's like, it's almost just heavy metal, and they yeah. morphed it into death metal. It's like, dude, I don't even know what they're doing. I don't. I can't just say it's bolt thrower. I, I get that, but like. There's That's what I mean. They put like it. their own identity though to it. It's mm-hmm. like it makes you think of Bolt Thrower, but it's not a complete ripoff. At no, right. by no means necessary. You know, right, right. <sighs> well, like, just... you know, you'll hear like death metal bands like Carcass. They throw in those riffs that are more like heavy metal, or you know, mm-hmm. you'll have like black and roll shit. But this is like none of that. It's just a fucking huge riff, and then it morph. They morph it right into like the death metal stuff, and just, yeah, like, mm-hmm. they make it their own. Like you said, dude, it's crazy. Dude, can we talk about the album art? Holy shit. Oh, yeah, dude, that's I cool. Mean, <laughs> what a fucking tattoo. Like, that'd be so awesome. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, it's awesome. I don't know. Dude, I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's going to be damn hard to knock this out of my number one for the year. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I'm calling it now. It's going to be... You, you, those bands better bring some shit this yeah. year because yeah, I think they got it already. Definitely have the death metal torch for the year. Mm-hmm. I don't. We'll see. Horrendous is coming out. You know, who knows? Oh, that's yeah, true. That's yeah. true. That's what I'm keeping my eye on. But yeah, this is definitely. I, I'm with you right there for sure. All right, Shoddy. All right, sirs. Um, I've been listening to uh, the new Yada album, uh, "Cult of a Dying Sun." Yeah, I don't know how he's Yada. U A D A. Yeah, Yada Yada. Who I have no idea. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah. I don't know, Jay. You want to help me out with this one? Or yeah, I mean, I, mean it, I thought it was so awesome that you brought it up because I had brought him up during their last album. Yeah, or last year I think it was like after the album had come out and everything. But yeah, but I mean that was that was a while ago. That was a good what two years ago. Yeah, it came. I, I know it came out like in sixteen. I discovered it later in two thousand seventeen. Uh, okay, that was okay. that one uh, devoid of light, and I fucking love that album still. Uh, yeah, it's still a great album. Yeah. So I mean, I, I when I first played this one, I was like, oh, it's good, but I don't know if it's as good. But um, I've only listened to it a few times, but then I, I started getting more into it. So I think it's definitely worthy of checking out and it might it, it's probably really good i just you know when you like really love an album and then it's Dude, hard i honestly feel like this one's better than devoid of okay Light. and it could be I, I probably just i should probably have to listen to it a couple times i i just feel like this one i guess is um so devoid of light was i guess a little bit darker than this one is this one has uh some more melodic elements to it a little bit more um i guess more melody there's you know a little bit mm. more sh- of something there Okay. Not that the the last one grasped that at all, but I just felt like the last one was, I guess, a little bit more, more black metal ish. Mm. Although they were still doing that like different stuff. I mean, it yeah. wasn't straight up. It was always hard to like say what they sounded like. Well, the last one, I well, the the thing that I liked about them is that they mix in the like kind of like what what Abbott does with Immortal, where it's like the big heavy metal riffs. Yeah. So it's like yeah. got the fun factor. And then, but they mix it with also the more atmospheric, darker parts of black metal. They do it really seamlessly. They do, and it's almost like it's like a progish like mix. But you're right; it's like a black metal and like a a but it's like black metal metal you can pump pump your fist to once in a while. You know what I mean? Exactly why, and that's why it's so weird to call it black metal because I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't always think of black metal having those parts where it's, you know, Mm, you're exactly right, man. Where I want to, I want to pump my fist in the air. So yeah, right. 
because it never, I guess, slows down that much to ever right. want to do that. So, right. I mean, I, I only listened to it one time today, but I was like loving it. I just, it was just fun and like good, fun album just to, you know, listen to. That's a really yeah. all I got to say, but I was impressed. So we all got the same idea. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what it is. It's a more of a fun black metal album to listen to. But good, yeah. good songwriting, good, you know, just good album. Yeah, because I had, that's who I saw them live last year and they, and live, man. They, oh, did you? Oh, they fucking, yeah, they killed it live. It was like so. It was. I it was so much fog in the room that you could barely even breathe. And they come <laughs> out with their like you know their hoods and their black face covered up or whatever, you know, like the black yeah, uh, yeah. screen over their face or whatever. <laughs> and uh, dude, just so good. Those those riffs go over so good live because they'll be doing all the crazy stuff and then they'll just get one of those like four four stomp you know sing along exactly. parts and it's yeah, so good. Yeah, and dude. that's yeah, and that's what's so weird about it. Like in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, good pick. I, I'll listen to it more. Like I said, only checked it out like oh, once yeah, so far, I, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've only had you know three or four spins with it. I definitely need to listen to it some more because because that's the thing. It's not like it's a simple album. I mean, mm-hmm. the songs are longer. I mean, we got eight, some ten minute songs on there. So yeah, it's yeah. All right, I've got one more. And this one actually, I meant to send it to you guys beforehand to check out, and I forgot because this one actually at least two of our listeners had sent this one in because I hadn't checked it out at all. But the band is called Skinless. I ha- I've listened to them before, but never this new album. And they're a New York death metal band. They've been around for quite a while. And um, actually, let's just go ahead and, and, and listen to it first. Oh, <laughs> 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wish I would have sent you guys the whole thing, but it's just, it's straightforward death metal, modern enough, produ- like more modern production, just punchy. It's fucking good, dude. Did you say the album was called Only the Ruthless Remain? Uh, actually, I think it's called Savagery. The, oh, this is a brand be... new one? Yeah, the new oh, yeah, Savagery. Okay. That's, that's an older album of theirs. <laughs> Literally, if you want to know what it sounds like, that's Tramp- the album title, dude. It's just Trample Savage as fuck. the Weak, Hurdle the Dead. <laughs> dude, that's... Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, they're not fucking around. <laughs> no, not fucking around at all, dude. That's what I love about them. Not fucking around. It's literally, like, again, not to sound like a bro, but, like, this is, like, a really good gym album because it's just... They're it's not high energy, dude. dude high octane, yes, like high octane. They're not. They're not singing no ballads on there. I mean, it's just heavy, brutal, savage, just and just big meaty riffs, you know. And the vocals are have that, just a lot of power, low end vocals. Like I was, I'm so glad. I forget, I wish I remember who brought it up now, but um, a couple people did. So and I went back to it a few times. Like, oh fuck, this is actually really good. So and I haven't heard, I haven't seen too many people talking about it. So. That's a fucking hidden gem, dude, if I've ever seen one. Because, like, I would expect there to be more hype on this album. Mm-hmm. Just in the one minute and 30 second clip that I just listened to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's no tumo. Like, they're not doing anything inventive. They're just doing no, it right. No, 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 no. But it's just it right. sound, it's just There's nothing wrong though. with that. Like, just yeah, do it good. there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. No. Nope, not at all. No, I'm gonna. I've been playing it a ton. It's gonna stay in my rotation. So if you want something simple and just like bludgeoning and heavy and that's. That's what I've been itching for, dude. That's what I need right now in my life. You got it. You got Oof. it. Thank you to the listeners who sent that. Thank out. you. Th- who, to whoever you were, you Mother <laughs> Teresa-like figure. Thank you. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> for the skinless. Uh, <laughs> album recommendation. All right. Well, let's bring our boy out. Yeah, where's our boy? Our boy August. August in here, you guys. Come on, let's let's bring him in. Round of applause for August. Let's get him in the room. Welcome, August. Welcome, welcome. Hey guys, it's been a while. It's Give me a little bit more long, time. Sir. I could have made a jingle for August too, but you know, <laughs> like some paramedic, like sirens, and oh, yeah. that'd be fucking cool, actually. Uh, I hear enough of those. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be deaf in five years. I swear. <laughs> Dude, I get pissed off when you guys are just behind me. Like, I understand you got places to go and stuff, but it's so loud. Like, please, people are trying to sleep. They're trying to rest in peace. And then you just got to woo, Damn, that's a yeah, rude yeah, comment. That's how we roll. Yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> yeah, thank you, August. He knows I'm oh, joking no with him. He knows I'm joking. I always just get out of the way and let you guys go. <laughs> All right, so we brought August back because he's our, he's our doom expert. You know, we dabble a little. Well, Shoddy probably doesn't even dabble. Stan, Stan does, you know, <laughs> sticks his dick in there just a little bit, right? Yeah, just a tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been going a little well, more I, full I, in. I heard the the uh, bonus episode today, and Stan said he's getting into the death doom. So that's, yeah. you know, getting the that's toes a in a little bit. It's an easy way to start it. But, I mean, you know, I've been actually giving the whole doom thing a try, you know. Cool. And wow. actually, it's because of, uh, well, I guess what got me into it was uh, Chemist. Their album from what was it last year or two years ago? 
Yeah, last oh, was two, it? two years ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that one really just got me into it. And then there's a couple bands, you know, Spirit of Drift really got me really into it. And mm-hmm. Paul Bear's yeah. fucking awesome, you know. They do that really well. I mean, mm-hmm. the bands I'm going to talk about today with you guys, you kind of got to already be a Doom fan to get yeah. into it. But I mean, chemists, uh, especially, really, yeah. ex- I mean, accessible. I mean, they're just what? really good at it. I mean, the songs are catchy. It's still heavy. Still epic, so mm-hmm. right. So I guess then, real quick, can we dive into that? Because I really, 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 really enjoyed this Chemist album, uh, Desolation. surprising i mean they're they're a fantastic band but i just didn't think you would like yeah but that's i guess that's what my question is is this to me you would consider this as being i guess doom well i mean that's a that's a hard i mean that's the thing we talked about that actually in the interview quite a bit because because i don't hear that at all especially on this album i hear Mm -hmm. more of uh i mean dude honestly like before even knowing it was like a doom band, like trying to explain this to a friend at work, I was like, dude, honestly, it kind of sounds mm-hmm. like a less bitchier version of Trivium, like a more like harder with like just the vocals, because that's the first thing that I grasped onto. It wasn't even like I think as you're hearing, because they do so much, they take so much from just traditional heavy and, metal. And I have nothing before this to listen, mm-hmm. you know, you know, with their history. So yeah, I'm just getting just a straight heavy metal vibe, I guess, when I listen to this album. Yeah, yeah. well, I think they take like the Doom bass though, especially like I mean, if you okay. listen to their first album, you'll hear it more. But I think you're, I think you have a valid point though. That, I mean, and we talked about that a lot. Is I mean, and that's what they are trying to do is they don't stay just within Doom. It's like their bass, but they really. Really take it out. out. Dude, they're stretching it so... Because it's like night and day compared... We'll get to the stuff that August, you know, recommended. It's night and day between, you know, that stuff and this Chemist album. So I guess that's why I just, you know, I'd love to hear what August, how he feels about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I still call them Doom, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, They're just just more uh, friendly to the listener that's not into it. I mean, the, the songs aren't really... Well, I mean, they are long. They're really, really fucking long, but... <laughs> but they don't drag um, on, though. Like, I guess... No, that, they don't. They don't. There's no, there's no like, I guess, weakness in the tempo. There's... I guess I feel like... Don't take this the wrong way, man. I feel like sometimes with Doom, there's unnecessary notes because it's a, it's almost this atmospheric trugging through the mud. You don't get that at all with this Chemist album. Well, I think no, it's, the spa- it's the space between the notes, really. I mean, it's it's you know, what you don't like, Shoddy. It's like well, the drawn yeah, out stuff, well, exactly, you know? Exactly, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. But and that's Chemist what I'm saying, though, is totally that's, what I, that. I, uh, that's what I tie myself when I think of Doom. And mm-hmm. this album doesn't have that. I can't find that in what, you know, 
one bit. I mean, there's the one bit where he's screaming a little bit. I think it's in the Maw of Time, and then I believe in Flesh of Nothing towards the end, where it kind of like, I guess, breaks into something that would resemble, I guess, a Doomish section to me. But mm-hmm. I hear, man, just something completely different. I well, love I think it. You're, I think you're right, but, and I think, you know, I think... I'm just... I think you're yeah. right. This isn't a, you don't, I wouldn't take this album, give it to someone and be like, this is doom. Mm-hmm. I would give them something older, like uh, candle okay. mass or something that's fully doom. I need doom. to go back. I need to go back then. So, but, so I think you're on the right path, but I, but it, I, they are, they are, do come from doom and it's, you okay. know, yeah, but yeah, let's, yeah. let's yeah. get into it a little bit. Like, what do you guys, what did you guys think of the album overall? Oh, I fucking loved it from start to finish. I mean, it just keeps you, you know, grabs you and you latch on the whole, whole ride. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and when they're hard, they're hard and they're fucking awesome when they're hard, (laughs) you know, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I thought the vocals were beautiful. I mean, I, I guess that's something that I really, really enjoyed. I mean, when clean is done right, it's something that I can't, not listen to over some other stuff so Mm. the guy has pipes and like stan said when he did go into the screaming and when they did break it down i felt myself wanting more of that shit so i wish that's the only thing i guess i wish that he would have done more of the you know the screams more often in the songs but i felt like it was perfectly placed though so i love it when he does but i think it's cool because they only touch on it you know Uh, it's not just that. not overdone they only yeah they use it when it's needed mm-hmm. and you're never really expecting it and it just adds a little bit of heaviness to it yeah uh i agree i mean th- they uh ben definitely did the harsh vocals real well on this one i didn't think he did it as much as in the previous ones though oh really um i, guess yeah, I'm I listened to but... this this album man like all weekend and uh i think i picked out maybe a couple songs that had you know the harsh you know Ben's harsh vocals in there, but mm-hmm. I believe on the other, the previous two, they they were in there a bit more. Oh no, yeah, you're but right. I mean, dude. it's I only on it's only on like two tracks. Yeah. I think maybe three on this whole album. So I think he does I was it right better there with this you time the whole around, weekend. Though. I think the harsh oh, vocals on this one are like just a little bit better than before too. I, all, all the vocals all around, but everything vocal wise, that was the biggest difference for me on this album was everything vocal wise from Phil's cleans just going from different ranges. I mean, he just sounds like he really hit hit it this time you know he didn't just do the job he really like added a lot to it yep agreed um so are you how familiar are you guys with their first two not at all man i listened to hunted a lot but i never listened to the other one okay um i didn't feel and i I don't want to take away from it i don't i don't count this against them but i didn't feel this one was aggressive as the first two okay it was a little um i mean it was still heavy but it it didn't have that you know that you know I, punch to the gut like some of the other ones did. I mean, Maw of Time was was their aggressive track on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I mean, other than that, they uh, they really kept it. You know, just I, I felt it was more doomy um, with mm-hmm. this one than the, the first two. Really, just with the mm-hmm. uh, they they focused a lot on the heavy. It sounds like yeah, I, so I don't have the best reference I point. I mean, I I was I'm with Stan. I listened to Hunted a lot. I've listened to what was it, Ebs Absolution. Yeah, yeah. I, I checked it out a couple times and I liked it, but Hunted was definitely what I really liked. Stan, did, did you compare it at all to that one? You know, it's been so long since I, I got into Hunted a lot last year, but I didn't reference it to this one. So that's what I want to do like coming up, but I, I didn't get a chance to do that. So I can't yeah. say which one's better. Yeah, but. yeah. I still have, I mean, I'm still pretty hooked on Hunted just because all those sing, you know, par- certain parts are still I can catch on to easier, but this one's really been growing on me. And like we mentioned Maw of Time a few times and when you by the time you get to that track it's such a it is it's the heavy track on the album and it, it, it's definitely the one that really grabbed me the first time because it's it's well placed in the album and it's just oh, so fucking I slow and they, heavy i love how they save it for the end 
August. I want to know where. So you obviously listen to all these a lot. Where, where does this fall compared to the other two? Do you, do you like it better in a different way, or do you like the older stuff better? Uh, you know, I I don't know right now. Um, <laughs> honestly, you need time on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I listened to it all weekend, and I it wasn't like homework. You know, like I, mm-hmm. I listened to it, and I enjoyed it every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like Absolution may be my favorite. Oh, okay, uh, but hmm. this this one it. You know, it's going to be right up there. I mean, I, I wrote a number down. I, I put 9.5 just, you know, because. <laughs> yeah. Um, Damn, nice. Let's go around. Let's ho- let's stand. What do, what do you rate, rate Oh, it? solid nine for sure. Okay. Yeah. Jason? Same. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be in the same wheelhouse. Yeah. Nine. It's, yes. It's, I just think it's flawless. I think it's just, it's like, like August said, it's not something you, sometimes we'll, we'll bring up an album and I feel like I have to listen to it for an episode or something, but. Oh yeah. Know, this I one I just. I played it a ton and I've loved it every time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a great album though. It's it's up there. All right. So we'll uh, if you want to hear more on the chemist, we'll be in the interview. Mm-hmm. You know, we went into a lot of shit with this album. He actually he was like I said, he was a cool guy and he talked about quite a bit with this album. So let's Enjoy jump it. into um some of the picks that August sent us. So because we asked August, you know, to give us some some doom band some shit to recommendations check out. some recommendations since we're not our 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 ear isn't to the ground for the doom stuff as much even though this i you know we try to check it out so what what made you pick these songs section. uh these are just the ones that uh these are all mostly newer um so i i grabbed these this is what i've been listening to this year really mm. um so you know I, I try to focus on the newer stuff uh not so much with uh the high on fire uh that we'll listen to but Oh, God, yeah, dude. just and, and it just turned out this way. But all of these bands, not all of them, I'm sorry, three out of five of them are on Relapse Records. And I just okay. noticed that a little bit ago. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. So they're putting out. I, I really thought, think that Relapse is putting out some good stuff here lately. They're oh, signing yeah, sure. some, some guys. And Well, let's um, what, well, you just, well, let's go right into High and Fire then. They brought up that. They might as well hit one of the big ones. Yeah. Hell yeah. What uh, what made you want to go with High on Fire? Well, when I did this, uh, the first when I was with you guys the first time, I think there was uh, a listener that was like, "Hey, you didn't mention this great, you know, band. You know, how can you talk about Doom or Sludge without talking about this <laughs> welcome, one?" Welcome right. to so podcasting. I, you know, I should, <laughs> welcome to our should, world. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, uh, I, I was like, well, you know, this is a great Sludge band. They're not straight Sludge. None of this is all Doom, all Sludge. Right, you know, just so in the pile fire. You know, they they take the sludge and they thrash it up a bit, mm-hmm. and it's, it's energy. Matt Pike is the the mastermind behind it. Uh, he's great musician, crazy as fuck, 
Um, <laughs> seriously, uh, <laughs> especially the the latest album they they came out with. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna say it right. Luminiferous came yeah. out in 2015. It uh, talks about you know conspiracy theories and all this. And I th- Metal Injection did an interview with him. And he's like, no, I believe this. <laughs> you know, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> okay. of course. But they're like, okay, you know, cut the shit. And like, no, I'm a conspiracy factist, is what he called it. <laughs> so, this, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I, I don't, you know, it doesn't take anything away from his musicianship or songwriting, but the man is insane. Uh, <laughs> Dude, whatever. That if, I, I don't, if he, like, I don't care if he's fucking shouting about aliens or whatever, because it sounds fucking awesome. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for it. <laughs> uh, this song, um, let's see. Oh, no, not this one. But one of the uh, the songs on the album is literally about the alien lizard race abducting <laughs> Earth women and taking them back to <laughs> to their ship. Yeah, so, that, what's wrong with that? You guys don't think about that stuff? No. <laughs> My wife's a lizard woman. <laughs> oh, congrats, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Dude, I I've I uh I remember where Stan. I think you were with me when we went to that Megadeth tour. Do you remember Megadeth. High and Fire opening it up? Were you there? Children of Bodom, Megadeth, In Flames, Job for oh, a Cowboy. Fuck, that was so long ago, dude. That was long High and Fire. Time ago. Yeah, they were the first band, I think. Huh. <laughs> so I, it was like one. It was I was not into Sludge or Doom or anything like that at the time. But I remember being like, well, I might as well check out this band. And even back then, when this really wasn't my taste, I remember being like, I don't know, these riffs are pretty cool. So. I think I feel like they they really have that appeal where those riffs are just good riffs no matter what to whoever. Okay, yeah, I'll tell you I'll tell you right now. Out of all the Uh-oh. stuff you gave me, I didn't hate this one. It, I respected it because it was faster and the riffs were good and you know it kept me. I didn't hate this band out of these, so I liked it. <laughs> and obviously, like I don't know much about this Mike Pike guy or Matt Pike, whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, I just, do, do so, just do a quick Google search. Oh, no, I did today. <laughs> I kind of learned, like, he's a big thing. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, right. I never even heard of him, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, so, obviously, I did compare this a lot to the whole sleep thing, which we'll get mm. into. But I didn't hate this band. It wasn't horrible. Okay. Kept me listening. It kept me keep going, you know. How about you, Shadi? Uh, yeah, honestly, dude, the music video kept me intrigued. Like, I was more interested in what was going to happen to that son of a bitch who signed <laughs> up for, like, the fucking vision thing. But, dude, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if you guys... I don't know about the music video, but... <laughs> you didn't, dude, you, well, I mean, I, wa- I didn't have this album, so I needed to YouTube it, and there's this really, really intriguing music video that goes along with the song. Um, what song are we talking about? Uh, Is it The Black Plot? No, Slave the Hive. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's, yeah, dude, it's crazy. There's, like, some dude who signs up for, like, some vision, and he goes into, like, this cat takes him back and does surgery on him and gives him cat eyes. It's, like, <laughs> fucked up. I don't know. It's a fucked up music video, and I believe, I don't know, this the, this Matt guy that you're talking about, does he have, like, kind of jacked up teeth? Lead oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's in the <laughs> music video, too, and it's, like, it's very creepy, a little fucked up. But, yeah, I mean, I was, the music, I was digging it. I mean, I don't know how much I'd actually listen to it. But it wasn't, they, I didn't instantly want to turn it off. Let me just put it that way. Yeah. Like, I was, yeah. I thought about maybe playing one of their older ones, one of their older songs, but I was like, no, let's just keep it recent. You know, that's what people want to hear, really. So that's why I picked this one. But they're, let's see, I think it's their second one, Bless Black Wings. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's their third. It's really good. Yeah, I think that one and, and, and this album are, two, are my favorites from them. I mean, they're really the only ones I ever listened to, so I don't know, but... I just Googled this guy, and he does look absolutely insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks fucked. <laughs> but that, dude, that's what I love about this band. Like, it's just fucking, like, so... 
it's you could it, it sounds like that guy wrote this stuff i mean it's so fucking burly yeah, to, and just oh. man like dude i feel like just like if i fucking beard dude grew like an inch just listening to this it's just so <laughs> fucking like manly i i without going into the other one too much until we get to it but uh, correct me if i'm wrong he's okay so he's the singer of this band but he's not the singer of the other one right right okay yeah he's a lot better singer than the other one too you know i actually enjoyed oh, yeah. this guy's vocals <laughs> so you're saying compared to sleep yeah compared to sleep yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. i like matt pike vocalist too so he sounds like uh he sounds like lemmy a bit actually mm-hmm. yeah I mean, that's why i like a raw raspy you know yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I love that about it, dude. It's just like a like raspier mouthful of gravel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I wanted to pick this one just because they're they've been around a while, and they're you know Matt Pike is you know a lot of uh, artists credit Matt Pike for you know all of his influence and and, and Mastodon. If it, I don't know if it's a rumor or if it's really been confirmed, but they all met at a High on Fire concert. Hmm. So I was like, oh, we got to check these guys out. I, you know, yeah, I think I remember that. reading that. Yeah, I think you're right. I was gonna that. say, dude, that sounds really familiar too. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. If that's true. All right, well, shit. I mean, you just mentioned sleep. I guess we might as well just go right into that. Yeah, man. So, Sand, you were comparing it to that. Do you think it's... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most boring shit I've ever listened to. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, it's too fucking slow. Dude, this I, is I'm like not a... surprised to hear you say that. <laughs> so, hey, is this like I a hate fucking... everything about this band. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the guitar. I hate oh, the guitar dude. tone. I hate the I think fucking I know drums. Why. You know. I think I know why. Is this like a stoner hippie rock and yeah. metal fusion kind of It's a, a stoner project? metal. Yeah, Total, that's why Stan every, hates it. It's too yeah, every it's song, like, every it's jam album band. is like a tribute to pot. <laughs> yeah, it's like jam band though with metal influences. Like that's all, all I kept thinking about was like if the Grateful Dead would have actually been like a little bit heavier with like one person up there who could actually play the guitar. That's what you would have had was this guy, you know, Sleep. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'll be honest, dude. I've been wanting to listen to it just because the album cover intrigued me, but. Did you know they released? <laughs> they surprise released it on 420. Yeah. Oh no, I know. Yeah. That was great. I, I knew it came out on that day. Yeah. So. And it's like their first album in 19 years. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had oh to, really? Yeah. Uh, what was before this? That's I think it was uh, Dope up. Smoker. Dope. Yeah, Dope Smoker. Yeah. <laughs> mm. See, I never really liked Dope Smoker. I thought that one was really boring. Mm-hmm. But I fucking love Holy Mountain, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. And I'm not even like that's it's just what's crazy for me is I don't listen to a whole lot of stoner metal or anything, but. Holy Mountain, dude. I mean, oh, fuck. It's like, it's just such a good album just across genres, you know? And I know you guys probably still wouldn't like that one either because it's still slow as hell and it's just, it's pretty similar, but like, I don't know, dude. But I also like this one, so I guess that's the thing. From the Ballywall Temple beneath the overpass Chalice smoke activation and off the freeway up above Up from the milk crate road On the Sabbath day walks alone Down to the mosque and live I often Pentecost Shop the car chariot Along the axis road The royal Cardinal decree Proceeds the creepy beat The rift tree is risen 
Holy Mountain is is my favorite of theirs, but this one was really good too. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's something. It's cool. It's because I think it's better than Dope Smoker. Yeah, I do too. Nothing's I better mean, than a Dope Smoker, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I will so, be honest, dude. This is my favorite of all the shit that you had us listen to. I, really? This what, and you yeah, hated this it? Is what I, <laughs> this is what I enjoyed the most. Holy yeah. shit! Oh, yeah. I thought you said you hated it. No. No, no, no. I just said that I was just thinking oh. what I thought it sounded like. But yeah, out of all the stuff that we had to listen to. Really? Wow. I'm like shocked I, I, right I, now. Yeah. You know, I really like uh, on this one, you know, the heaviness, of course. And then just uh, the weird, just ly- the lyrics are just so fucked up. I don't know if you like read the lyric sheet or anything or, or looked them up. <laughs> just so, I did like, to this, the song you sent us, Giza, Giza Butler. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Dude, the lyrics for that are awesome. <laughs> I know, Giza just, Butler? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a Sabbath tribute in a way. Yeah. You know, there's these Sabbath references and... They just did a really good job with it. Right. Because, I mean, like, Shadi, you were saying, like, the Grateful Dead and all that, but really they just, like, pay tribute to weed and Black Sabbath, like, pretty oh, much all I was going to ask, dude, if there was, like, a heavy Black Sabbath, like, influence on this album or on all of their shit in general. Cause, all of their yeah, shit in I general. Just, because yeah. I feel like the, that's what it sounded like, although I would just hear like bong and weed and ripping and people still <laughs> yeah. being high and the bong still being lit. I didn't look up the lyrics, but I just kept, my ears would just, look it you up know, for this song ping every single time, uh, you know, one of those key words would be flagged. Dude, they use the term like riff tree, riff yeah. jewels, like, <laughs> it's just fucking awesome, man. Yeah, the Iomic Pentecost, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like jokey shit usually, but some, but this is just so laid back, anyways. And yeah, they're yeah. the masters. So, <laughs> all right, let's keep going. So, Stan, pick one. What, what, what were you into? What was I into? Oh, yeah, what well, was your favorite st- one? My favorite one. Okay, High and Fire was number two. Actually, okay. All Father was my favorite. That's what I was gonna I, guess. I figured that was gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was actually pretty damn good. Like I'll go back and listen to that. The other stuff probably not after this. No, probably not. But. <laughs> I'll go listen to All Father. I mean, it was just so hardcore influence. It was awesome. I know. I know. And I, that I, new, they, the new fucking song is so dope. Like, oh, man. I love that new song. Stan, I don't know if you yeah, know, I, but we I, actually have... We've got the promo in our box. Oh, shit. I didn't even listen to that. I it's just listened to good. one song on Bandcamp. I didn't it's know that. fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, but, didn't they just release that song maybe a few days ago? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've seen it pop up, and uh, I haven't listened to it yet. Because I've been busy with this other stuff. But yeah, they got an album coming out in September, I believe. Yeah. So and I, I listened to like half of it just to compare like to the... Because you sent us a song from... What was it? An album from a couple years ago? Uh, Yes. Damn it. I didn't write the, the date down. But this is from um, Bless the Earth with Fire. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It was the long song on there. And yeah, that's the one I picked out. Yeah. Yeah. 
because I guess what I liked about this one and the track especially that you sent is like they mix that sludgy it's that sludgy southern stuff and they go in so many different pl- places on, on one track uh, yeah yeah and it's you know funny you mentioned southern like if I didn't already know where these guys were from, I'd be like, oh, these guys are from New Orleans. These guys are from, mm-hmm. right. you know, where are they from? somewhere down south. They're from the UK, down oh, in southern really? England. Weird. Yeah, yeah just, you wow, would think guys New Orleans are from the, or something. <laughs> it's, it sounds like, you know, like a lot of I Hate God. I, I hear a lot of that in there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm with you, Stan. I liked. I think I thought it was cool how they threw in the hardcore stuff. You don't hear that mixed with sludge a lot. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm surprised Shadi didn't like this one the best because yeah, it is the fastest. It's the most accessible, I think, out of all of them too. That's true, but I guess I was like, it's not that I didn't like this at all. I guess I was just. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I guess yeah. this is this wasn't anything. I guess different. But you're than not what the I biggest hardcore before. fan either, though. So maybe that's why it well, ca- caught my. You know. Well, but yeah, but that's the thing, man. Is this just sounded like hardcore that I had heard before? So that's why oh, this was okay. more familiar to me. So that's yeah. why that sleep album. I I would never really pick up something like that. So yeah, it wasn't that. I guess I dude. dude there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I guess mm-hmm. I just my ears were just liking the sleep a little bit more at the time. Hmm. Yeah, well, I would definitely Probably recommend under this the one. Influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of water and oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, dude. I, I'm glad you sh- you brought it up because I had never heard of these guys. But uh, oh yeah, down, downloading the promo right now. Yeah, check yeah, it out, dude. Uh, it's fucking yeah. Good. Follow them on Twitter too. I mean, they're they're real active on there. They're they're always in communication with their listeners. It looks like and good guys. I I follow them and uh, their bass player and real cool dudes. That's always good to hear. Yeah. Um, all right, and then let's go to the the interesting pick that uh, we were talking about the other day, August Windhand. Yeah. <laughs> How much you guys hate it? (laughs) No, can I comment real quick though about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I like for some odd reason the second this came on, it was maybe about like three minutes in. I just envisioned like August, 
just driving aimlessly, like in his, you know, ambulance with like, it's just slow, like a slow night at work, like literally just like kind of cruising on the fucking expressway, just bored as fuck. That's that's all I thought of. Dude, August is so why. doomed that he's getting in trouble because he's never getting his patients to the hospital on time because he's doomed out, listening to all this slow shit, going like 25 on the highway. No, it's just a slow night is what I envisioned. There were oh, no, okay. no ambulances. Him is just a slow night and him just being bored, just listening to this, just driving around, like in circles on the expressway is what I envisioned <laughs> while I was listening to it. Like That would be a good night at work. I would, I would, I would <laughs> like to have I, a night like that. You're right, man. That is always a good night at work. Yeah, this one's dead last. I like sleep better than this one. <laughs> what didn't you like? <laughs> just, just, uh, How would you explain I, this, Ban? Oh, uh, fuck. Um, For those who haven't heard it. Slow, shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't want to take anything away from the from the band. I just this is not my cup of tea. Like I don't like stoner metal. That's like the one I don't like. I don't know. It's too well. I, you know, I was talking with Jason uh, yesterday, the day before, and I was kind of you know maybe we should switch this up and take this one out and put uh, the other one back in. But we're like, no, nah, let's leave it in just to see. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other one though? Now I'm kind of interested. <laughs> Yeah, actually, probably something you would like. Death mm-hmm. Doom. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a little bit, little bit more for Windhand. They, uh, I, I really like the vocalist on this one, just because it's the, the vocals are so airy, and then you get the, the heaviness and the fuzzy guitars behind it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Dorothea is her name. If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't even be listening. Yeah, um, I'm with you. So. Same here. Yeah, I was gonna comment and ask if it was a female vocalist because it was pretty high. I was digging it, but you're right; it was it was a little too airy to sound like it was coming out of a male's throat. I um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing this on a couple of lists back when it came out, and I don't think I I don't know if I checked it out or not, but I really actually really really liked it. And uh, it's weird because it's not normally something I'd go for, and you definitely got to be in the mood because it's really a very lazy sounding, slow mel. It's really a mellow album for me. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It but, is. but that's what I was liking. Like on the, I was that's the mood I was in the other day. I was kind of just like tired. Maybe I was. I might have been a little hungover and uh, put this on. It was just kind of like those vocals, like you said, man. They're just so like calming, but kind kind of haunting, but like. You know, they're kind of the kind of cult-ish. Like it's weird, but like, but it's also kind of soothing. Like it's weird. It yeah. puts me in like a trance. That's what yeah, I should say. I think uh, ethereal yeah. is the right there word. There you go. There you go. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like a little trippy. It just, it really, like I, I've said this before. If I'm gonna listen to Doom, it's got to do something. It's either gonna like, I think good Doom's got to have either like, it's got to make you feel, it's got to be kind of emotional or it's got to be like something that puts you in a weird headspace, you know? Yeah. And this one did that for me. It made me, it was just a little trippy and I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it too. And they're, this is their third. The first two I do like better. Okay. Um, interesting. Their first never one is their self-titled and it, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That's, that's what got me hooked. Okay. Okay. You know, it's funny. I was driving in the car and I put it on. Even my wife, who's like really doesn't listen to metal ever, she was like, "Yeah, it's not bad." Yeah, well, it's right. actually pretty it's accessible. The, it's girlfriend, know? wife friendly. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure she would have tuned out after like two songs of like ten <laughs> minutes each, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um. Cool. Well, yeah, that's kind of the response I expected for that. So Let's, we got uh, one left. Yeah. I don't one even more. know how to pronounce it. Usnia. Usnia. I believe it's pronounced Usnia okay. because I. 
you know, I was like, okay, I got to figure out how to say this fucking name. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm, I think oh, you're right. I'm trying to figure out it's, it's uh, have you ever listened to shoddy? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Have you ever listened to Shadi? He never pronounces anything. You're good, man. <laughs> Dude, I never had ESL written on my paper, bro. <laughs> hey, I know. I got my... I know. <laughs> I love you, dude. <laughs> oh, All right. Tell us, tell us about these guys. Uh, well, they're, uh, uh, they're from Portland. They're from, you know, the Pacific Northwest, you know, kind of the doom scene a lot of the the well-known doom is you know, a lot of pacific northwest and you got like the south those are the, kind of the two big scenes hmm. and then well you could say three now because of fucking denver you know with everything yeah. coming out of there nowadays so yeah they're from you know portland area uh neurosis is you know from the pacific northwest they're from like oakland i believe but yeah yob and then sleep of course from uh, oakland mm-hmm. as well this I is really a pretty like recent album in, right uh, this one too because uh, you got the the dude that does like the gut rolls, and then you got the the guy who does like the high pitched, you know, the the shriek in and stuff. Oh, it's so those two different those, guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I agree, dude. I, those highs kind of sound kind of like I hate God a little bit, like Mike Williams. Uh huh. To, yeah. to me, I don't know, but yeah, I like the mix of the high and low. Yeah, yeah. Those two back and forth, and then uh, this one, I believe it's kind of a. Th- this album has more of the death metal in it than the the previous ones. I haven't listened to those two a whole lot so this one's kind of a experimental album for them which is kind of weird when it's super slow funeral doom so but yeah real spacey you know i mean it's it's slow but it's not just slow it's like a like everything's everything they do is calculated that's what it sounds like to me
this is actually my first uh, exposure to funeral doom. And my God, I... Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I mean, this is obviously, this is like mo- probably the heaviest band out of all these ones. And you think I would like it the most, but man, it's slow. It's like really yeah. slow. <laughs> Dude, I felt like I could have made um, the songs like maybe a third of what they were in length. <laughs> <laughs> just because, I don't know. That was just my personal opinion. Stand- I feel like this is the one album or the one band that dragged on the longest yeah so what were you gonna say did you did you listen to just the first track or did you go any further i listened to this one i listened to portals oh okay yeah it's a that's that's crazy dude just starting an album off with 11 minutes (laughs) yeah (laughs) right you know that's That's real ballsy (laughs) i will say though Oh, oh I will guys. say the heavy parts in this are fucking heavy. My God. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know if this is just funeral doom, but Jesus Christ, that's just fucking brutal. But it's just getting there. It's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's all yeah, about the like... build. It's about the build. <laughs> that's true. I actually liked the last track, too. It was really long, but... um. They, they actually, like I was just saying before, where like it's got to have some kind of thing to it. It can't just be slow and for just being slow. And this one, like the last track, actually, I thought had some pretty cool moments where it was like, I hate using the word like emotional, but it's like they do that kind of, they could do some good vibes with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make you feel something a little bit as lame as that sounds, but they, I think they do that pretty well, at least in a couple of the songs. Yeah. Agreed. You know? I like the the level of discomfort that it that you you get when you listen to it too. Like it's I don't know, but it's in a good way to me. Like it's like oh, this mm-hmm. is just eating at me. But you know, like, <laughs> that's, a good, that's actually <laughs> a good that's a good statement. The discomfort you get, I yeah. felt very yeah. discomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It was an interesting one. I, I I don't know where I placed that in there, but um, I listened to it once and I was like, eh, and then I put it on again. It was starting to grow on me a little bit. So because Funeral Doom, I'm the same way. That's my least favorite of all. Yeah, I, I yeah I hear you. I mean, I, I love it still. You know, yeah. there's a lot of good funeral doom band. I remember, let's see, it was the I think it was your wrap up, the end of the year wrap up you guys did, and you're you, you're like just a little uh, talk about Bell Witch and their latest <laughs> one that one eighty three minute oh. track. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I lo- I love that one. That was Ugh. that was great. That's just, I wish you know I tried. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an it. acquired taste, man. It's you know the you know metal is you know its own niche genre you know on its own but then you get like doom and funeral doom that's even yeah you know uh, i know like dude. the outcast music for the outcasts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well stay tuned for uh phil from chemist uh but the, basically this has been another episode of into the combine i'm your host stan the man dude we need to thank august oh yeah well he's gonna be the fourth he's gonna be signing off after you but we still need to fucking thank him it doesn't matter if he's gonna sign off with us we still need to say thank that's a utmost uh, sign of respect is signing off with us we don't need <laughs> dude okay. all right we're still saying thank you anyway august thank, thank you, you august. so much sir yes you're you're welcome shoddy you're welcome shoddy <laughs> <laughs> thank and shout uh you know out again to our patreon followers and listeners um you guys are awesome uh sign up if you haven't already done so because we hear it's a good time yeah. august it's a good time isn't it yes yes yeah it's very cool very yeah, cool. see, he said yes. Jason said yes. More <laughs> people out there say yes. So we would love if you guys would join the following. Yeah, we just did a listener request episode. You know, just uh, all you guys' requests, and it was pretty cool. So if you want to be part of that, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, be sure to check us out on the other social media outlets. Um, 
I guess, Dan, go ahead. You can start yeah, now since another, you want to leave so badly. <laughs> That's another episode of uh, Into the Combine. I'm Stan the Man. I'm Jason. I'm Shoddy. August for today. <laughs> well, you guys stay metal out there. with regards to the album it's been doing really good and awesome um fucking thin lizzy their like official facebook page posted a video of me talking about thin lizzy records in my collection and no way that was probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me so <laughs> oh, no way that's awesome <laughs> been a pretty good day yeah <laughs> that's a good way to, to get the album to release the album and just be celebrating yeah that's awesome man no kidding yeah it, it feels really good it just you know it's like one of those things where you know, it's just this thing that you've been working so hard on for a really long time and then you stop and then you just have to wait for months until anybody gets to hear, you know, the fruits of your effort. And um, it's just really rewarding to see uh, so many people sort of lashing onto it and, you know, for things to kind of come full circle, you know, Tim was being a huge inspiration and then, you know, sort of recognizing us in some ways, like a really cool moment uh, in my life. So yeah, right. Yeah, it's really, it's really a good day so far. Who knows? Maybe at some point you guys can get on a tour with them or something like that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> What's that like? Yeah. You, like, like you said, like the weeks, you know, you're kind of waiting around for it and everything. Like, do you guys start checking out the, the reviews that come slipping out or, or do you just kind of keep the head down? No, I mean, we all pretty obsessively like mm-hmm. see what people are saying about it. It's interesting because, you know, the way that you sort of perceive what you're doing and the way that other people end up interpreting it can be really different. So it's always kind of interesting to see, you know, what it is that people end up taking away. And I I think that um, we've been really happy with the response for this album because it seems like the majority of people that we've seen write about it seem to understand that we really tried to make sort of a mission statement with this album that, you know, we uh, we want to be a sort of seen as like a a heavy metal band, you know, capital H, capital M, and that just calling us a doom metal band is maybe not really kind of uh, what we've really ever been shooting for necessarily. And um, so it's important for us to try and assert that as much as possible with this album. Yeah, it seems like even more than the last one. Yeah, it seems like you guys did a lot more on this one. And we all love that last one on on the cast. But it even with the last one, I mean, me, I'm, I'm not the biggest Doom fan. I dabble, and same with my co-hosts. And uh, I was really shocked when one of my co-hosts was talking about how much he loved the last album. You know, and I think that's got to be why. You guys really don't just stick to the, the traditional standard of what you would expect when you hear that Doom tag. You know, you guys really 
if you didn't know it, you know, that, that, you know, if you weren't reading anything about you guys, you really would kind of be like, well, this just is just kind of some kind of weird mixture of some badass metal combinations, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really kind of what we've always been going for. And, you know, I think, um, just by the nature of kind of us being less developed as players and sort of finding our footing on our first album, we sort of opted to write a slower record because it was a little bit easier to figure out how to kind of communicate the sort of like emotional songwriting that we were trying to push for yeah. um, with slower songs, because that tends to be, I think, an easier thing to do. So, you know, we sort of ended up getting branded as a, a doom metal band, but I, I really felt like uh, the entire time kind of our real inspiration has just been both rock and roll. So, you know, we've all talked a lot about how much we love bands like uh, ZZ Top and Thin Lizzy. And those are really sort of the, you know, the rhythmic foundation of everything we tried to do. And then, um, you know, we've also, I think, made it pretty apparent musically that uh, we're probably more into bands like uh, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and Merciful Fate and King Diamond and stuff like that, then, um, you know, maybe uh, like Candlemass or Electric Wizard or, mm-hmm. or something like that in terms of, you know, how those influences shape what we try to do. Nothing against doom metal at all, because I really enjoy a lot of the stuff, especially some of the classics. But, you know, it's really been kind of the emotional core of our songwriting that, I, that I've seen tied to doom metal because it's something that's common there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm happy that we've found a way to sort of continue that tradition while incorporating instrumentals that are more adventurous and more exciting. And, um, you know, we've always been what I think of as kind of a, a band that's like willing to have some fun despite playing music that's ultimately kind of depressive and um, emotionally heavy. There's a lot of catharsis in, in enjoying yourself and finding you know, exuberance and joy in metal that kind of drew, I think, a lot of us into metal in the first place, sort of like how much you just fucking rock. Right, yeah. And, you know, that's been something that has inspired us since the very beginning, you know. I remember talking to Ben when we were first sort of starting the band and playing together and being like, why is there no band that has this sort of doomy approach to songwriting that reminds me of Caveller talk, you know, where like... <laughs> they take the aesthetic of black metal and they turned it into like a raucous good mm-hmm. time where it feels like you're like listening to ACDC or something. Mm-hmm. So I think that it feels to me like we've sort of come into our own family on this record where not only does it feel like people are understanding what we're doing, but I think that it's the closest to what we were shooting for the whole time. And it just took us a little while to kind of figure out how to balance all the elements. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think. That's what, that's the bands I do. I am drawn in by like that have some ties to do. I mean, a band's like spirit of drift is a band that I really, really got into for the last couple of yeah. albums, just with the way that they, they don't, you know, stick to the template and they're trying to put in new, fresh ideas or obviously Paul yeah. bear with their last album. And it's just, that's what I find really exciting about it. I mean, it's always cool. You know, you can go back to the early stuff or, some bands that do kind of a throwback, they do it well, but you know, the real exciting stuff is, I think is the album like your guys is where it's doing something new and you guys throw in some of the old school influences, but it's not, it's not a, like a trad metal album, you know, it's, it's your guys' yeah. album, which is, is fucking great. You know? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's something that we've been kind of uh, concerned about too, is like, how do you make an album that has guitar harmonies is really kind of like one of the key 
sort of defining features of the sound yeah. and melodic vocals without it falling into the trappings of being just seen as like a part of like the trad metal thing along with bands that are really like like Eternal Champion and Summerlands. Yeah, um, sure. Those kinds of bands are great and like Satan, but you know, we didn't really want to be a band that would just get lumped in with that scene because it's kind of like a restrictive sort of thing. So it's, it's been important to us to try and balance that sort of uh, classic metal appreciation with things that we think are wholly sort of our own or at least our own take on something and maybe balancing influences in ways that you wouldn't expect. And I, that's, I think where we've kind of seen the most success is uh, I don't think we're really doing anything new per se, but I think that we're doing something that sounds unique because of the, the mix of influences and how they come together. Mm-hmm. We have really diverse tastes as a band and we approach the songwriting very collaboratively, especially now. And it really shows through all of our personalities in the music we're making right now. So again, that's why I think like this is kind of the clearest sort of distillation of what we've been trying to do so far. It feels like sort of the, the beginning of a new chapter for us as a band in some ways. And it's very exciting to sort of be at that point. When you guys are writing it and you're thinking about these ideas and, you know, and kind of how you want to maintain your signature sound and that sort of thing, what kind of stuff gets thrown out? Like, do you guys go like, you know, this, this isn't chemists or how do you balance that of like, you know, to trying new things and, and trying to avoid certain things, you know, how do you guys handle that in the writing uh, room or whatever? Yeah, that's a good question because really like everything usually starts with either me or Ben, you know, having, um, like uh, maybe a series of riffs that we've worked on, you know, by ourselves. And the sort of like most interesting part to me is that the ones that usually get tossed out are those riffs that end up resembling too much something that another band would do. Okay. So, um, for instance, I I had come up with this this riff that I thought was like super badass mm-hmm. that I really loved a lot, and um, everybody decided it was too much of like a black Sabbath riff and that we couldn't use it. So um, we're pretty good about self-editing in a sense in that we're conscious of not wanting to be seen as somebody who's ripping off other bands and that we really want to only include parts that, that sound cohesive together because they sound like us rather than like some other band. And so sometimes that might remind people about the gates or Judas priests or thin Lizzy or um, sleep or whatever, and that's fine. But as long as the sort of main uh, intent behind like a part, uh, when we all put it together in the practice room, doesn't come off as being like it's emulating too much Mm -hmm. any one thing, then it usually sticks as long as it sort of fits with where we're going with the song. I think that that's something uh, where I see us having a real strength uh, in terms of our songwriting that... um, that a lot of bands I think are sort of afraid to do because they're like, Oh, that's a badass riff. We have to play it at least four times. Right. Right. Um, it's sort of seeing all of them as different pieces of the puzzle. And sometimes riffs that we don't think are quite as compelling on their own are a great foundation for a chorus, for instance, because they're simpler and they allow for the vocals to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that probably and so gets really easier as you guys, since you guys have been doing this for a while now, it's gotta be those kind of things seem like, 
it would make more sense over time, like the simple riff with the chorus. That seems like maybe on the first album that would be harder to nail down, but then you realize, oh, we can have some restraint here because I'm going to do something crazy over the chorus. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something that has definitely figured in more and more. Like, you know, when we wrote our first album, we never were, we were, never wrote the word chorus like on our whiteboard in the mm-hmm. practice space. Uh, we were, you know, it would be like um, at the gates riff, <laughs> Thin Lizzy part, sleep riff. Yeah. And it would, you know, we would literally like write that on the board. Yeah. And that was because I don't think we had quite identified what our approach to songwriting was necessarily yet. Yeah. And identified quite as like specific of a voice for, you know, what we thought like a chemist riff should sound like. So on the last two records, we've been really good about trying to structure songs so that something like a chorus happens more than one time. And, mm-hmm. um, especially for this album, I was pretty cognizant of um, trying, you know, sometimes we would have like a riff that immediately sort of strikes you as being like, oh, that should be the chorus because it's instrumentally compelling. But sometimes we ended up just ditching those riffs entirely because it would end up being too difficult to really come up with something to do vocally over. Mm -hmm. And so um, this was really the first record, I think, where I was very consciously thinking about vocal placement and sort of like what kinds of things would work over certain riffs. And even if I didn't have an idea right away, it would still factor in because, for instance, like maybe the end of this riff would present a really cool opportunity for the song to climax if we sort of change keys and there's some transition yeah. and the vocals sort of change keys with that part and maybe ascend in pitch to match the key change or do right. like some kind of cool unexpected thing or like so, when you go into that like yeah that one part in the uh, where your vocal you kind of go right into where the solo or the lead starts like a lot of cool yeah. stuff like that i noticed on there yeah yeah um i think you're probably meaning in flush to nothing yeah song. yep yeah definitely so you know we we kind of plan these moments in songs where a lot of the times i think transitions are something that people sort of neglect and you know throw in and don't give too much consideration to, but on this record, um, because we ended up doing this on the last record too, a couple of times, and I thought it was really cool, um, would be, you know, deliberately trying to plan a transition where there could be a cool vocal change that would accompany it, sort of smooth the transition out to where you don't really notice that it's maybe strange. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's definitely something that, you know, I think about when we're, when we're writing the song. Yeah, I mean, the vocals just overall, that was the first thing I noticed because, like, in the last album, you know, I was a sucker for the guitar parts and the dual, you know, guitar harmonies and that sort of thing. But on this one, it was really, like, I was latching on a lot to the vocals, the melodies, and it seemed it seemed like you really did step up the game a little bit in the vocal area. Thanks, man. That's That was, like, something that was really important to me was that I had seen myself grow a lot as a singer since we put out Hunted, just because we've been playing so much, and... We recorded some stuff kind of, I think, early in 2017 for uh, a split that we did with Spirit Adrift. That's um, right, yeah. Where we did a traditional song, Conversation with Death, and we also recorded a um, a single for Decibel Magazine. And uh, when we went into the studio that time, I realized that my vocals felt a lot stronger than they had before when we were in the studio. And I really kind of wanted to, you know, explore a little bit more what I could do with that and so um, I ended up being really happy with the performance for Conversation with Death and thinking that it was really interesting because there's a lot of like very, very low singing on the beginning of the song. There's like an acapella opening and one of the harmonies is like very much in like even below like a baritone register. And, you know, I do all, like all the vocals for all the harmonies 
so that was like a cool challenge. And I realized, oh, I, you know, I can really do more kind of on the low end of things here. And so like the chorus for Flush to Nothing is kind of, you know, sort of like almost like a Paradise Lost kind of like Nick Holmes type of um, or uh, a typo negative type of yeah. like kind of more baritone sounding part. So a lot of that was sort of, you know, realizing that that was something I could do and still come off sounding what I felt like, like me without really sounding too much like I was emulating somebody else. So I think a lot of it has just been kind of coming into my own as a vocalist and realizing sort of what the strengths are. And, you know, I know that there's um, sort of a certain part of my range that I think kind of has the best potential for providing sort of like the emotional climax for a part. And I've really been studying like how different vowel sounds kind of like modulate the way that my voice sounds and really writing lyrics almost like around these vowel sounds that I wanted to incorporate um, so that the melody can change and sort of uh, reflect to like the underlying sort of emotional content of the lyrics. So I really sort of have become kind of a student of my own voice since Hunted came out. So I really wanted to just deliver a performance that I thought was sort of laying everything on the table that I could do at the point at that point and that I could be proud of, you know, and uh, I'm a lot more proud of this album than the previous ones that we've done. So it's, 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 it's really nice to, to have other people sort of recognizing that like yourself, because it's something that I've put a lot of time and thought into. And in my eyes also is probably the, the largest kind of improvement on my part between albums. So yeah, it shows. You can really tell. Like I said, it was the first thing I picked up on, so it, it makes it uh, it makes it really cool to listen to. That's awesome, man. Well, to kind of end off, we, usually on our each of our episodes, we talk about some of the stuff we've been listening to. Is there anything newer from yeah. this year that you've been playing lately? Yeah, uh, actually, we have quite a few things that I've really liked this year. So probably the first thing that like comes to mind because I listened to this album like incessantly when it came out and it really helped me through some pretty dark and hard times kind of earlier this year was the new Andrew WK album. You're not alone. Oh, really? It's okay. just like, it's like the most like uplifting and it's cheesy as fuck. Don't get me wrong, but sure. Well, is, yeah. Andrew at, WK. The same time, at the same time, it's so sincere and so like resonates with me on like a deep, like almost like spiritual level, sort of this like idea of like, partying as like a metaphor for um just living yeah and yeah, recognizing yeah. that life to be good being like a really profound kind of uh thing that impacted me earlier this year when i really needed it and um i really love that album and it's got some great i think i think it's the best thing he's ever done and you know consistency wise the entire album is really good and if you haven't heard that you know i would check it out it's really fun and uh, yeah i'm writing it down yeah it's so that's one. Another one that I've liked a lot this year is the new Alkaloid album. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like very unique. I haven't really heard anything like that before. I, I, I didn't check out their first album yet, but um, it's good really too, like but you're one. right. This one's more unique for sure. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, yeah, I, I just love the, um, you know, I, I didn't really know anything about it and I just decided to take a chance on it because I, uh, I had heard good things about the previous one and I was really surprised when I put it on that it kind of reminded me of like Yes from like yeah, the 70s yep. into like Skills for Topographic Oceans. And then like all of a sudden morphs into like 
morbid angel style death metal and it was like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck is happening i agree um so that was really exciting uh to listen to and i actually that's like one of those albums that uh, i like it more every time i listen to it you know at first i was like a little unsure about the clean vocals and mm-hmm. they're kind of like bizarre and jaunty in a way that i didn't like at first but i actually have come to really like it a lot i can't believe that the same guy does all the vocals on that album it's really pretty impressive right so that's one um, another one that I've really liked is, I guess I should bring up maybe what I've actually been listening to. Oh, I really liked this uh, album by The Crown earlier this year. Oh, Cobra yeah, yeah. That album just like kind of rules the entire time. It's not doing anything like groundbreaking by any means, but it's like really fun and just like really badass riffs sometimes. And they're not afraid to like be like fast and out of control and really aggressive or to play like a really badass anthemic kind of like slow building, like leady mm-hmm. part or something. It's just got good songwriting and I really like that album. Yeah. One of uh, our guys in the podcast brought that in a little while ago and I was, I was like, wow, that's, the, that's the, that's the crown, you know, with those huge yeah. head banging fist pumping moments and stuff. Yeah. It was really yeah. surprising. It's super badass. I hadn't really, like, I wasn't expecting that at all. You know, I mm-hmm. heard about that band, but I never really checked it out either. And I was super into that. Yeah, it's um, kind of a sleeper, it seems like. Totally. Um, what are some other ones? Uh, also really liked, I, I mean, I haven't heard the whole thing yet, but I'm pretty excited for the new Immortal album. The, mm-hmm. the like, one teaser track they have is just, like, super brutal. It reminds me of, like, Pure Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, um, raw it's super raw and like, like kind of like what the heart of black metal is about, you know? Um, and it sounds like it's really like a good return to form for them. I didn't like all shall fall, all shall fail. Uh, that last album that they put out with the bot. Right. But I'm kind of a, like I'm a huge fan of the heart of winter and sons of Northern darkness. Those are like my two favorite ones, Yep. but I like some of the early stuff and this album like kind of hits me in the same way as, at the heart of winter, even though it sounds more like your Holocaust. So I'm like yeah. really excited about that. I know what you're saying. Yeah. It'll be cool to hear the whole thing. Once that comes out, I'm, I'm anticipating that one for sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, that has a potential to kind of be a game changer. Cause I feel like there's not really any bands doing like super, you know, traditional black metal that I really mm-hmm. care about right now. Maybe I'm kind of out of touch, but that's sort of my feeling about it. And yeah. so I'm really excited about that one. And, Another one that's kind of in the same vein, I guess, is I like the new Hoth album. Say the name again? Uh, Hoth, like, uh, you know, the place from Star Wars. Okay. H-O-T-H. Hmm. The new album is called Astral Necromancy. Okay. And uh, it kind of reminds me of the Heart of Winter era, Immortal. It's like a two-piece, and the drums are programmed. It's like a shitty drum machine, so it sounds kind of like a little bit bad, but sort of those early Immortal albums, and I don't know, it's just got like a sense of melody and the vocals kind of remind me of the bot and um i don't know it sort of has that same feeling and i'm pretty into that yeah that um, sounds good <laughs> it is good uh, another right, one right. is the new tomb mold album oh yeah Manor definitely. Of Forms. that one's like just like a solid death metal record but i don't know kind of clicked like immediately and i wouldn't say that like i feel like it's gotten better the more i've listened to it but it's like nonetheless really solid and good Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that that's... Oh, there's this new... The new Kamasi Washington album that came out today. 
I listened okay. to it a couple times already this morning, even though it's really long. I'm like pretty into it. He's like this tenor sax player who he he's written now these two really long, super epic concept albums, and it's sort of like almost like Miles Davis esque, you know, like fusion jazz kind of thing. Uh, and it, you know, it's definitely jazz. If you're not a jazz fan, you probably wouldn't be that interested, but just sure. lots of really interesting atmospheres and instrumentals and really cool melodies and just very unusual arrangements. And the whole thing comes off as being pretty genius and kind of idiosyncratic to this guy. So I'm very much into that right now. This other album called Dorian by a woman named Lucy Dacus, who it's like a singer songwriter record um, that occasionally has like these kind of bursts of like almost like Dinosaur Jr. esque like indie rock hmm. with like kind of heroic sort of uh, raw guitar solos and stuff. And it's really badass. It's just like good songwriting. And I like her as a singer. And the songs are like very dark. It sounds like the whole thing is about sort of the death of somebody who committed suicide and then sort of like taking their ashes and like depositing them around and definitely wow. something I can relate to because I've had sort of the same experience and, right. um, you, you know, I've like written, for instance, like Ash Cinder Smoke on our first album is sort of about the exact same thing. And wow. that one kind of appealed to me pretty strongly. So yeah. the other one I'll mention, I guess, is the new Wayfarer album. They're a local band. Denver yeah, I've been meaning to uh, get to that one. Yeah, it's so it's it, it's really cool because I think kind of like us, you know, I, I feel like they've sort of uh, made a record that really truly really sounds like them and not like anybody else. And what they've done is sort of merged this almost kind of any you know, Morricone soundtracky like Western sort of feel mm-hmm. with black metal and um, also kind of elements of really like rock and roll that comes together in a way that's really compelling to me. It's been getting like really kind of like strangely mixed reviews from what okay. I've seen. Like some places have really hated it for some reason. It sounds up and, my alley for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't see what the hate is about. Um, I, I really like the record a lot and uh, it covers a lot of ground, even though it only has like four or five tracks and it's really very unique and, uh, and cool. And, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's enough. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah. That's a wide variety, man. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of a cross section of what I've been listening to lately. Other than like, I've been listening to a lot of old death albums and Mm -hmm. that's kind of been like a constant for me for the last like eight months or so for some (laughs) reason. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool, man. It's, that's a cool wide variety. It's cool to hear you checking out different things and everything, but, uh, well, wait, that... do you have any recommendations for me? Uh, uh, well, you know, the, the one that I've just been playing quite a bit lately is, um, what's it called? What's the dude who's mixing the black metal with the, oh, here it is. Yeah, Zeal and Ardor. I, I've really been in, into that one lately. Oh, you yeah. Check that out. I did, yeah. Um, I don't really know what to think about it. I think I have to listen to it a couple more times. Yeah. I feel like on the first couple, I've listened to it maybe like twice so far, and on those listens, I, I couldn't help but shake the feeling that I felt like I was kind of listening to one of these like bands that you hear on the radio, like mm-hmm. Imagine Dragons or mm-hmm. like uh, something like that. And it, yeah. like I think I think it's like it's sort of that like distortion effect that they have on his voice and kind of the way that his voice sounds 
reminds me a little bit too much of like a band that you'd hear on like the like local rock radio station and that like would be on like an episode of Walking Dead or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I can see what you're saying. I'm a sucker um, for for some of that. Not so much like Imagine Dragons, but like what you said about the Walking Dead part. Some of that kind of just uh Yeah. I don't know. It hits I could I could see the criticism of it. I know it's kind of a mixed one, but for some reason I can't stop putting it I can't put it down, so it's doing something for me. Yeah, I mean I, I definitely found it like interesting enough that like I have been like meaning to go back to it again. And I don't want to pass too much judgment on it yet. That was just kind of like my initial impression. Yeah, but I did yeah. like, I think I've got it like pulled up here. I did really like uh, this song, Ship on Fire. I remember okay. that song like kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Mm-hmm, thinking, mm-hmm. You know, there was a couple of songs on here that I thought were like a really com- compelling combination of things that I don't know if I'd ever heard before. And then some of it, I, I feel like I didn't understand really how the sort of kind of blues and traditional uh you know like black music elements were being combined with black metal i felt like they were kind of like not working together mm, okay um too well but i felt like in a couple of moments you know on the first couple of listens that uh, a couple of these songs really did like cool things by sort of merging those two aspects and so i think i have to come back to it but um yeah sure yeah yeah, it's interesting, but yeah, you hit on a bunch of the ones I've been listening to too. So, like the Two Mold and all and, and Alkaloid, I, those are all that have been constant rotation. So, it's been a lot of good stuff right. so far this year. Yeah, it's been great. There's a couple more that like I've been sort of meaning to check out, and I've only listened to a couple songs from, but that sounded cool, like the new Bosculoid one. Okay, yeah, um, I've heard good things. And uh, the new Conjure album. Um, yeah, we've talked about that one. That, that's definitely a cool one. Yeah, I don't some know. Interesting things with it. Totally. I mean, I've only listened to like a song off of each of those, but they were like pretty compelling and, you know, I've been meaning to check it out. And I've been listening to like some newer country stuff too. Like Zach from, from Chemist was turning me on to this guy, Coulter Wall. who's like, Oh yeah, man, for sure. He's like such a badass fucking like unique um, sort of country singer songwriter, you know, he's, going like, on right he's now. like 21 or something, man. He's super young. Yeah. But he sounds like fucking Johnny Cash and yeah. like, writes songs like Townsend Zamp. It's crazy. Yeah, I love uh, it. Super good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've kind of been like all over the place, I guess, recently. But yeah, yes. do you ever mess with like Sturgill Simpson or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I really liked uh, that last record he put out because it was. It kind of reminded me of, like Beach Boys or something, you know, like through a yeah. country lens. And I appreciate that, like, some of the subject matter is like almost critical of the things that a lot of country music celebrates. So that was really kind of refreshing. I, I would admit that I don't necessarily love kind of like the sort of like froggy tonality to his voice all okay. that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like when I, because I've watched like some videos of him doing like, you know, solo kind of acoustic sets where he sings and like, I don't think it's quite as compelling in that setting, but he's a good songwriter and he is a good singer. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, I, I think it, for me it works better when it's like in this kind of bombastic sort of musical setting than uh you know kind of by itself or whatever but um yeah i mean he's great um fucking what's her name uh margot price yeah 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 i've heard of her she's too really good too um yeah i don't know there's like a lot of good music in that kind of scene that's like sort of just under the surface you know yeah um, exactly it's country but it's not what you're gonna hear on the radio or anything like that it's a it's such a bummer to me because 
I really like country music that's that's good because it's kind of like sort of the original place where you have this really like dramatic, immersive songwriting. Oh, yeah. You know, where you're kind of being told like a story almost and that um, it's not really so much about like how good somebody's vocal is or how crazy the melody is or like their vocal range or any of these things that kind of sort of ruin, I think, singing sometimes if it becomes the sole focus of things. Yeah, right. Um, I, I really have always enjoyed, you know, sort of the... Um, how kind of humble like good country music is and it's not showy and you have to sort of listen to it carefully for it to reveal its rewards. And right. I'm happy that there's this stuff that's continuing that tradition, but it's such a bummer that the things you hear on country radio are just complete dog shit, like worse mm. than what you hear on pop radio stations, which sometimes I can like some of those stuff on the pop stations, but yeah. like, Almost universally, the country stuff that's popular is like unbearably generic and just like horrible. It doesn't even sound like country music. It's like like fucking like yeah. EDM pop now. You know, it's, it's like, crazy. It's a bummer. It's pretty <laughs> well, uh, I don't want to keep you too long, man. So you know, like I said, good luck with the album. It's Thank awesome. You. Everybody's been loving it so much lately, and then. Uh, yeah, man. Enjoy the weekend. It's Friday, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a good I'm day. We've got like uh, we're going to like uh, the brewery that Zach uh, works for. He's having like an anniversary party. We go see Kralis play. Oh, um, nice. Kralis is born and raised there. We're all awesome. playing. Awesome. That should be a good time. So, yeah, you have a good weekend too, and um, yeah, let us know when the podcast gets up and. Or you can tell people to check it out. Awesome, man. Yeah, well, it's been great talking to you, Phil. So have a good one, yeah. man. Pre- really appreciate too. it. Yeah, have a good night.